This is an All Ears English Podcast, Episode 324, Three Tips to Thrive in the World of International Business Using English. Welcome to the All Ears English Podcast, downloaded more than 10 million times. You'll finally get real native English conversation with your American hosts, Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, and Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, coming to you from Boston, Massachusetts, and New York City, USA. In today's episode, we have a special guest who has been in the English teaching world since 1997. Our guest today has traveled to 25 countries and has worked with CEOs from companies like Reuters, KPMG, Deloitte, and Philips in Hungary. He now specializes in teaching business English with a special focus on international trade and advanced English conversation. Our guest is also a musician. Today, we have Sean Watson on the show. Welcome, Sean. Today, you'll get three tips to not only survive, but to thrive when you do business across cultures. Hey, Sean, welcome to the show. Welcome to All Ears English. Thank you. Thanks for joining us today. How are you? I'm doing very well, actually, and I'm very, very happy to be featured here on, on your podcast. Great. Well, we're very excited to have you. And you are really an expert in international business, and you spend a lot of time helping students work on their skills in the international business world. Is that right? Yes. Uh, not only with students who visit Canada to, to learn for a few months, but I've also taught people in Europe as well. Very nice. Very nice. And, and where are you based again? Are you based in Canada? Is that right? Yes, I'm based in Toronto, Canada. In fact, I live right downtown in the heart of Toronto. Oh, very cool. Very cool. Okay. So we would love it if you would share with us today three tips that would help our listeners to become more successful in the international business world, because we have listeners from Japan, from China, from Brazil, who are really traveling abroad and doing business using English, but not just English, also their cultural knowledge and their cultural intelligence, right? And so maybe I thought you might have a couple of tips for us today. What do you think, Sean? Well, I think, first of all, uh, in, in a world that's getting smaller every day or every second, uh, we have so much access to information now where we can easily find out about another person's culture or language or traditions. So I encourage all of my students to uh, not only learn about international business, but to do their own homework to learn something about the people they might be doing business with in the future. Uh, okay. And that could be almost anything uh, on any level. But I found in, in my travels that uh, even if I learn a few words in a language or I learn that it's not polite to, to, uh, to shake hands with certain people in certain situations, this makes the customer or the client feel that you respect their traditions and you have done your research. Yeah, I like that. And I think there's one thing that's really interesting that in order to ask good questions, we need to have a certain baseline of knowledge. Isn't that right? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. And we'll find that the more we, we learn about other people, every time we ask new questions in the future, our questions are smarter. They're, yeah. they're better. 
I like that. Uh, I like that. So if, if I uh, would say all of this in one sentence, I would say, if you want to be interesting, be interested. Yeah, I right? love that. I love that. It's so true, isn't it? Because if you think about your own interactions, whether they're within your own country or when you've gone abroad, it's always the people who are interested in you that are more interesting to you, right? Yes, that's another beautiful way to say that. Yes, Absolutely. Yeah, I like it. So curiosity is your first tip then. Is that right? Is that how we would phrase that for our listeners? They should be curious? Yes, definitely. I'll give you just a a quick cultural example. Uh, For example, I I lived in the Middle East uh, for almost 10 years in a couple of countries there. And in business meetings, um, it is forbidden to show the under part of of your shoe. Oh, so, wow. for example, if you're sitting in a business meeting for a Canadian or American, it's very common to cross one of your legs and be, yeah. be a little casual, lean back in your chair. Mm-hmm. But in the Middle East, usually uh, both feet have to be on the ground. Okay, that's quite a difference there, yes. isn't it? So right away, if, if you are a business person and you suddenly visit one of those countries and you go to a meeting and people can see the bottom of your shoe, Right. That's already a yeah. bad start. <laughs> yeah, it comes off as very rude. Is that yes, right? Exactly. Okay. Yes. Okay. So it's a bad place to start. We don't want to get we we don't want to start off on the wrong foot, as they say. That's right. That's right. <laughs> okay. Okay. Very cool. So to be curious, get a certain baseline of knowledge before we go abroad for the business trip is the first thing we want to do. That's great, Sean. And what would be a second tip for our listeners to become more successful with international business? Well, again, this one is kind of connected to the first tip. But it's a little mm-hmm. bit different in that um, because we have so many different customs and traditions in the world and because we are all together now, it's so easy to take a plane and suddenly be in a completely different place in three hours or two hours. Uh, yeah. I think that uh, just keeping a more open mind uh, and just learning maybe not to judge people too quickly. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, and I think that that will go a long way to also um, not only creating uh, business partners around the world, but actually creating friendships right. for a long for your whole life. You could be you could meet people and they stay friends for the next 30 or 40 years. Yeah. And I think the good news is that now we have the Internet, so we're able to build connections with people, even if we live in a relatively um, homogeneous part of our country, right, where we don't see people from other parts of the world. We're able to use the Internet to build connections and friendships and business partnerships so we can start to kind of break down some of that sense of, I don't know, being afraid of someone who's different. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And we really don't have any good excuse now to to not know about other people like it's 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 so easy to just go on you know even wikipedia or youtube or any popular site and just learn something about people you know yeah yeah um, and, yeah go mm-hmm. ahead no, I was just going to ask about your experiences teaching English in these companies like Reuters and KPMG. Did you see that the top CEOs that you worked with really had these skills of tolerance and curiosity? I mean, was it really there for them? That's a really good question. I I taught English in Budapest in Hungary uh, just a few years after the uh, the political system changed in Hungary. Mm. So they went from a kind of communist socialist uh, country to a kind of wild capitalism. Okay. Uh, so um, 
I think uh, I was there during the, the, the transition, during the period when everything was changing. Uh, oh. So, for example, I had some CEOs or even some middle management people come to me with their resume, their CV, and <laughs> they would say, here, please, please correct the English. And I would take it from their hand, and I realized that sometimes the resume was 12 pages long. Oh, no. Right? Okay. <laughs> because in the old political system, uh, before capitalism, that was normal to have a really oh. long resume. So wow. my first job was to take 12 pages and change and convert those into one and a half. One and <laughs> a half pages. So, okay. So this was, a, this was a, a, an example of um, uh, work that I had to do with, with middle management and even CEO people. Uh, because they were very new to our 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 idea of doing business. Mm, uh, yeah. Yes. Okay. Great. Yeah, that's important too. Absolutely. So the way the idea that the way that we communicate here, at least in the U.S. or in Canada, I know is much more often much more succinct, right? Yes. Uh, these short resumes, getting the point across very quickly, reducing the flowery language, right? Yes. Cutting out anything that's not needed, and that could be another international business skill. I think. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Um, so that was uh, that for me, that was uh, that really opened my eyes at that time to the huge difference between uh, ways of doing business. And of course, now, if you if you visit Budapest or Hungary, they could probably teach me about writing a resume. <laughs> there you go. I like that. Yeah, because it's changed so much in, in uh, 15 years, you know, for sure, for sure. It's time to spread the word about All Ears English. Get your podcast app and click share to send All Ears English to one very cool person who would also love the show. If you share the show, let us know by email and you'll get a personal response from someone from the All Ears English team to say thank you. Thanks, guys. Let's share All Ears English. Okay, so so far we have curiosity and tolerance is, is the way I would label what you've shared with us. This idea of just being a little bit more tolerant, a little bit open-minded. And what would be a third tip that you could offer our listeners, Sean, for having more success in international business? Okay, uh, this is one that I, I tell myself regularly and I, mm -hmm. I try to follow. Uh, and it's quite simple. Nothing you learn about yourself or the world around you is really a waste of time. Ooh, nice. Can you expand on that for us? So that simply means that, uh, for example, um, uh, I had a student uh, in a school uh, a while ago, and he wanted to learn all about international business in English. He wanted to yeah. learn all the vocabulary, all the idioms. Uh, you know, he wanted to learn all the special specialty language. Right. But he was not interested in anything else, just those points. Uh, so mm. um, I just try to uh, let him look at, at business in a different way uh, so that instead of thinking only about import-export and how much tax I have to pay to enter this country with this product, but more yeah. about uh, learning constantly from everybody, from every situation, uh, so mm -hmm. that, that when you're learning business, when you, when you leave your class in the afternoon and you go home, uh, you read other material too. You read, for example, you read something about diet, 
Uh, if mm. you're doing international business in countries like, uh, for example, Saudi Arabia, uh, right away, if you're working in food export import, you can't import anything that has uh, pork product in it. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. You can't, uh, you can't uh, use anything that has alcohol in it. Mm-hmm. So these mm-hmm. are very, very simple examples of of the uh, the extra knowledge that is so important to doing international business, um, yeah. and uh, and even small things. I mean, I know um, even waiting in 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 an airport uh, when there's a, a flight delay, and yeah. you're sitting there and you're wondering, oh, this is crazy. I'm going to be late for my connecting flight, and I have to. Sure. You know, there are always things that you can do to fill in that time or just try to speak with somebody sitting close to you uh, and just use the connections. You never know who's sitting beside you. Right. And we also know that in international business, small talk is so important, right? So if we spent all of our time just learning those vocabulary words for international trade, we're not going to have any material for small talk. That's right. And uh, I should also mention I've worked in Switzerland quite a lot. Uh, and I've lived in Zurich a couple of times and I worked with extremely wealthy people there. Uh, a lot of the Swiss bankers and, uh, and, uh, very interesting for people at a certain level of income or a certain level of wealth. Sometimes they actually don't want to talk about money or business at all. Yeah. They're they're more interested to talk about culture, you know, uh, painting. They're seeing a bigger picture, right? Yes. So and maybe mm-hmm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking maybe they're thinking of how the the art, for example, could inform their business lives. Yes, and it's also some place to to spend their money. You know, uh, <laughs> in Switzerland, there are several uh, wealthy people who have private art galleries. Okay, where, interesting. Yeah, so I think um, yes, absolutely. I'm I'm just trying to add to what you're saying about small talk. That yes, mm. there's so many other topics that yeah. you can discuss with people internationally. Okay. Yeah. So maybe don't get too dead set on the details. Don't get stuck in what you think you're, you need to learn when actually something there's something else that you need to learn and your teacher is trying to help you with that. Don't get stuck in what you think you want to learn, right? Absolutely. I'll just give you, can I give you one more small story? Y- sure, please go ahead. A very good friend of mine who is a journalist and photographer uh, or a, a photojournalist, he uh, has traveled all over the world photographing uh, different countries and uh, conflicts around the world. And he said that when you try to take somebody's photograph, uh, the first thing you should do is put your camera away. Yeah. Yeah. Sit down and have a casual conversation with them. You know, if you've got some food or you've got uh, something to share with them, maybe you've got a photograph of your dog or your family. Mm-hmm. You you should try to to realize uh, that that these are human beings and they're people who just love to have conversation and contact with others. Uh, yeah. So I, I think that that was a very helpful lesson for me because I also love photography. And when I used to take pictures of people, I sometimes would kind of secretly, you know, take a picture in the, on a street or I take it really mm-hmm. quickly and then I'd apologize and say, oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it makes all the difference if you spend 10 or 15 minutes, even in business, like you said, uh, making small talk or uh, asking mm-hmm. good questions about the, the person's family. 
Yeah, and I think that this is something that here in the U.S. we could work on also. I think in our culture, we have a tendency to get straight to the point, right? Go straight, get down to business, as we say. I think that's an idiom that we have. So we also could, you know, use a little bit of this in terms of a lesson to how can you get to know the person first and take a little bit of time to build a relationship and then get to business when it's appropriate, Yes. right? Yes, yes, yes. And I guess the... The other, what is the other idiom we could use for that? I'm just thinking of the idea that, that don't be so quick to, to go to the, to the, to the, to the main sure. objective. I, I think it's that sort of thing. Yeah. 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 Just take your time and, and see the bigger picture. So I like this. Yes. Okay, Sean. So I'm just going to recap what you've told us today. So first thing you mentioned was the idea of just being a little bit more curious and start to ask better questions, yes. right? Yes. And then you mentioned that we want to be more tolerant, trying to have a bit of a more open mind about the people that we're trying to work with here, right? We're working with human beings across cultures, not not just business people, right? They're humans yes. in the end. Yeah. And also the idea of just looking at everything that you can learn. For example, if you're working with a teacher on international business, maybe it's not just those vocabulary words. Maybe there's something bigger that's there to be learned and don't cut off from that. Yes, Yes, exactly. I like it. I like it. I like it. Is there any final tip you want to deliver to our listeners? Any any final words of wisdom when it comes to doing business across cultures? Yes. Uh, I just have one more thing to say. And and I think some people have this kind of uh, expression in their own languages. But, you know, on the outside, uh, people look different. They sound different. They eat different foods. Some people like spicy. Some people like salty. But inside, our blood is still the same color, right? Sure. Yeah. So, you know, and so the outside, what I've learned in my travels uh, is that really everywhere I go, human beings really want the same thing, you know? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And and I think that's important to understand, too, that they have the same problems breaking up with their boyfriend or girlfriend, losing their job, uh, not having enough money to pay for the electricity one month, uh, etc. It's uh, people are the same. They really are. Right. We're humans. Absolutely. That's really important to keep in mind, right? Because we talk a lot about cultural differences, and I think those are important to learn, but there's another layer that's deeper, and that means we're all humans, and we do face a lot of the same human issues. Yes. Right. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I like that, Sean. So, Sean, you are a teacher on italki. Is that right? Could you tell us a little bit about the class that you have over there that's related to this international business and trade English? Yes, I'm teaching a course right now called Global Business English, and it's very similar to what we're talking about. We talk about import-export. We talk about uh, uh, international management, uh, taxation, uh, duty, all of these uh, topics, but... We also talk about cultural things around the world uh, so that we are always uh, uh, deepening our information, our our knowledge of uh, possible or potential customers or countries where we'll work in the future. Uh, So I sometimes encourage students if they have found an article that they think is, is connected to this, that's interesting. We can also work on that. I have lots of material as well. Um, okay, and I'm good. usually working with intermediate to advanced students just, okay, just because great. of the nature of international trade. Yeah. Um, yes. Well, that's perfect. That's the level of our listeners is exactly that. So intermediate to advanced students. So that's perfect for you there. Yes. 
Mm-hmm. So we want to invite our listeners over to check out Sean's class at italki. If you guys are doing international business, working in international trade or import export businesses, Sean is your guy, right? So guys, if you want to work with Sean, the first thing you need to do is actually register at allearsenglish.com slash I-T-A-L-K-I. If you register on that page and you buy your first lesson with Sean, you will then get 10 10 US dollars off your second lesson with Sean. So you if you want to get free a free 10 US dollar credit, you want to register at allearsenglish.com slash I-T-A-L-K-I. And after you register there, you need to go to Sean's profile. Sean, how can our listeners find your profile? So it's it's basically italki.com and then backslash teacher Sean. Teacher Sean, yeah. is, are there any spaces or underlines or anything? No, it's just, it's just Teacher a, Sean. Just okay. a, I guess it's a backslash or forward slash after dot uh, com. Okay, perfect. So guys, step one, go to allearsenglish.com slash I-T-A-L-K-I, register on that page, and then go to italki slash Teacher Sean. Is that right? Yeah, or italki, I guess it would be, the full address would be, I guess, www.italki.com. Uh, dot com uh, slash, slash teacher Sean. Teacher Sean. Yeah. Got it. Okay. And we'll be sure to put those links in the show notes. So guys, go on over and check out what Sean has to offer if you want to really improve your skills and your success in the international business world. Awesome. So Sean, I want to thank you for coming on the show today. This has been great. Thank you. It's my pleasure, Lindsay. Absolutely. Have a good day and take care. Thank you. Bye. Cheers. Thanks for listening to today's show and be sure to come back to our website at allearsenglish.com slash resources for some awesome ideas and special offers to help you get fluent. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your computer or on your smartphone. See you soon. Mm -hmm.